pfizer.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. We got the deep inside the music guys here, but before we get to that, this is what I love about this show. There's no show in that it, that has this sort of reach in this state. My wife sent me an article, uh, uh, an ad on Facebook marketplace. marketplaces, yeah, where somebody was selling one strand of George Clooney's hair, <laughs> and within seconds, you can recreate them. Within seconds, that guy joined us online. This is Skip. Skip, good morning. You're live on the air. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm wonderful. How are you all? We're great. I understand you are the owner of the uh, George Clooney strand of hair that is currently for sale? That is correct, and it is 100% legit. Now, I believe you, but if you don't mind, can you explain how it is you came by uh, getting George Clooney's hair? Yeah, I'll give you the quick version. Sure. My wife's cousin owns RVs that he rents out to movie sets over in England, and George Clooney was uh, in one of his RVs, and he got a haircut. I know he always uses the Floby and everything, but (laughs) for this movie set, he didn't. And he even came out of the trailer and apologized to my cousin, my wife's cousin, that uh, he didn't get a chance to clean up after a quick haircut. Mm -hmm. My cousin said, oh, that's no problem. So he's, he's gathered it all up and put it in a big medicine bottle. And he saved it. And uh, he was selling them. He's selling them right now over in England. But to get them <laughs> over here, it's $27 freight. Oh, man. So so he asked me to sell them. And I had never really sold anything on eBay. But I said, well, what the, you know, yeah. I'll give it a try. And I had them up there for a while and got nothing. Got nothing. Had them on eBay. Had them on Etsy. I sold one on Etsy, uh-huh. but uh, but all of a sudden I I saw that uh, Lutz, Land of Lakes, buy and sell, right? And I added I added it to that group. Man, have I taken some abuse over that? Oh Ooh. man, look at who cares? If you listen to me, you sound like a very trustworthy guy, and you have a pretty good connection to Mister Clooney uh, through the RVs. I understand it's a big business for. Uh, the uh, movie sets. Um, and what is the going price for one strand of Mr. Clooney's hair? I've dropped it down to a low $20. If you don't mind, Plus Skip, I, I would like to purchase that uh, in full and hang it here in our studio if that would be possible. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, what I'm going to need you to do is... Uh, price I'll, tag I'll, on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will put you on hold, and Carmen uh, has your number. We will let her get it. the information. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll let you go, and I'll let her call you after the show. I will either uh, Venmo you or whatever way you're collecting the funds, and I would proudly display Mr. Clooney, Mr. Clooney's hair in our studio. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. If anybody else would like to buy some of Mr. Clooney's hair, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Through uh, Facebook? Yeah, the Facebook marketplace. I, I'm guessing 
just punch up George Clooney hair and you'll find it. <laughs> can't be a, can't be a lot of uh, guys. Yeah, can't be a lot of guys. How did you know we were talking about it? I listen every day. Sure. I love it. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, look, no. <laughs> I, I, I uh, listen, you sound like a nice guy, but now that we talked about it on the radio, everybody's going to want one. And if you sell out, don't be find out you're pulling your own pubes out and sticking them into the box. Nobody's going to know the difference until afterwards. No. <laughs> Let us know uh, if you get a, any I other celebrities here. Yeah, yeah. I got a come... pretty decent size baggie of it. I mean, you know, how do you count hair? I have no idea, but this I'm guessing true. I have 200, 300. All right. That's I don't know. pretty good. I only need I one. I'm counting them. One, one's enough to I'm break sorry? it down. And one's enough for us to break it down as jeans and rebuild them. We'll be fine with that. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, sir. I'll have Carmen call you after the show, and we'll uh, make arrangements to get George Clooney's hair safely displayed in this studio. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Pleasure to talk to you, Skip. Thank you, sir. Well, we've got a new addition for the nice. studio, Galvin. I like it. This is nice. This is very nice. All right, in the studio with us now, with all their hair intact, this is my friend Ronnie D. Hello. And my other friends, Lamangelo and Billy. They are uh, part of Deep Inside the Music. You Deep. can. I, I was watching the other day. I saw you guys promoted the... Um, sublime uh video on tuesday and uh i i went through some of the old archives of the show on youtube very easy for people to find uh, i needed to get a logo for our stories on our instagram all i did was go to youtube put in deep inside the music and it comes right up big purple and yellow logo uh and i say that because after your appearance today i'll get a hundred emails of people who said hey i was driving what's the name of those guys again and i'll keep repeating it. i have no problem putting it in or telling you guys but it's deep inside the music and it is on YouTube. Let's go make these guys superstars. Uh, there was a show on VH1 that I loved called Pop-Up Video. And they would show videos that you saw a million times. And little text bubbles would show up. And they would tell you about the making of the video. Like they'd, you'd see Christina Aguilera in a hot tub. And they'd go, this wasn't actually a hot tub. It was so cold that she almost passed out. Like they would yeah. just give you little facts about the video. Yeah. And I love that. So when we do this, not only do we do we... Uh, get to listen to what it was like to have been in the recording studio, but because, like, Billy amazes me every time because they'll be playing something, and Billy will be like, that's a Sony RX-7 354 with a kicker on the side. You know, <laughs> He just knows all the equipment. I mean, all you guys are like that. Uh, and we get to hear, yeah, we get to hear some of the uh, of the inside secrets of being in the studio. I've been amazed because some of the greatest songs that I like and listen to, I never heard, like, you guys, the first one we did together was a Pearl Jam one, and I never could figure out what Eddie Vedder was mumbling about, but when you listen to just that track, you hear everything. So let's get to it. Let me check, talking to your mic, Ronnie, let me make sure that one's working loud and clear. I'm so there happy, and I would like to send out a message to Skip also. I'm interested. If he could save me like a bush, uh, right, I'm in. Right, or I need maybe I can make a little goatee out of some of the hair. I spent about $3,000 make a little goatee. That'd be awesome. What if you made a, what if you took George Clooney's head hair and made a mustache? I this would is do my it. George Clooney If I was going to the Academy Awards, I would make a, hey, you grew a mustache? This is George Clooney's hair. I would make National news and absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to turn this. Give me a little test music just so I could see. There we go. Okay, we're good. So, should we start with this? I'll turn it all the way up. Yes, I love this song. So, keep it talking music. What we do is we take songs you know and we play them so that you've never heard it like this before. Check this out. The brilliance. Just a small town girl. Steve Perry by himself. Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going anywhere 
Of course, the little guitar thing. <laughs> Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train going anywhere Now here's your context But here's the guitar part It's easy. No problem. Yeah. But Neil Stone. Wow. A singer in a smoky room. Wait a second. One more time. That guitar thing. You never heard it like that before. So here it is like in context. Very So what is that little whammy bar action at the end? Willie Bells? Yeah, probably a pinch harmonic and you, and, and you have a little yank on that whammy bar. <laughs> I, I, uh... That's pretty amazing. He he can, his voice is just so, like there's been nobody else like that, right? Like who's it? I mean, you got a lot of good singers, even some smooth R&B singers, but that's just an amazing voice. It's one of a kind. The tone of his voice, even uh, obviously the notes that he sings, but yeah. just the literal sound of his instrument, it, it communicates on levels we can't even comprehend. And where do we think that that's at now? At his age and his throat surgery? Like, Do, you, do we think that he can still sing like that? I don't. I don't either, I think, or else I think he would be. Yes, exactly. But that. also, I feel like if he was only at 70% of what he used to be, he'd still probably be mo- better than most people. Yeah, well, would, there's some guys just won't go out there no. unless they're what they imagine themselves in their prime, I suppose. I'm so um, happy to say I'm happy to give 30% every day. Uh, <laughs> nothing stopping me. 30. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell this, you guys, uh, Tom Cruise sang this in 2012, Rock of Ages. I would love to have the comparison of Cruise yeah. and Harry. Listen, sometimes I see Tom Cruise hanging off a mountain by one finger in the middle of the desert, and I go, there's just no way. There's no way. If they're letting him hang by one finger, then maybe he really can sing. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't put anything, Tom Cruise, I don't put anything past him. How that guy is 60 years old or whatever old he is and still look gorgeous with those awesome white teeth. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's a thing he can't do. He figured it out. Yeah, yeah he definitely figured it out. I'd say everybody wants to knock the Scientologist, but then you look at Tom and you're like, if I could be like that for five minutes, I'd True. be doing that. Yeah, he's the top gun in his field. Absolutely, way to punt it out. So now, Steve Perry, the singer of Journey, is one of those magical guys. Yeah. Uh, even if he doesn't go out there, I saw his uh, video. He played a Journey song with a band called the Eels about ten I, years ago. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was dropped. The key was dropped, right. uh, so you just have to go with the proof. Uh, is that if he could sing that way, still he probably he would probably be. would, yeah. But but it was the first time he sang publicly in years. Yeah, true. Doing that stuff, but he's got a great studio. I follow him on social media. Yeah. I mean, he's got microphones. He's sitting in this killer studio all the time. It's got to be in his house. Yeah. Um, his solo album is great, but they uh, they don't get up to them super high notes. No. Well, you know, I don't know who can really. And it's yeah. funny because he still looks really good. He just has gray hair. Yeah, you know true. what I mean. He like looks, a wizard, but he he looks like he used to look. He's not like all super old. It's just Steve Perry with gray hair now. Right. This is true. It. All right, well check him out. Deep inside the music, we never heard it. A singer in a smoky room, like that. The smell of wine and cheap perfume. For a smile, they can share the night. It goes on and on and on and on. Here you go, Mike. There's your part. Waiting. 
I don't play Backgrounds? Searching in the night. Street lights. People. So that's probably two Steve Perry's right there. Machine Gun Smith. He. This pattern. You of course the it's two, two, two Steve Perry's because nobody can keep Working up with him. Yeah, true. And if you listen to the drum tracks, you can hear the band in the other room. So that's not the tracks we're used to hearing. That's the scratch tracks. Right. But the genius. Win, the gift of the voice. Born to sing the blues. Four on the floor. The yeah. Never, never ends. Ends. Goes on and on and on and on. Here's some context for you. Back to Steve. The remix. So there's this. Keyboards and guitar underneath it all. And of course, the high notes. That's amazing. Yep. One more time for Steve Perry. Six, that's six seconds. Yeah. Good for him. And now, guitar player Neil Sean, or Sean, however you say it. Hi, Pete. Chicago, Pete. Wow. That's amazing. I, I I heard you guys do uh, "Wanted Dead or Alive." Yeah, and uh, I never heard the solo solo. Yeah, sometimes the solo gets uh, stuff gets taken away from it when it's uh, not in the mix with the rest of the stuff. You're like, yeah. oh, that wasn't so that wasn't so special, right? Sounds really good when it's mixed with everything else, and some of you're like, hmm, all right, yeah. But you're but you're right about uh, the money maker on that is Richie Sambora with that backup the totally. backup vocals oh, all day long. Yeah, which really upsets me the fact that I uh, I understand that he plays the potato on the uh, the mass singer in England right now. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it sure as hell sounds I like him. I don't want it. It sure as hell sounds oh, like him. Richie. I would have much rather have been like the the eagle or something, but oh. instead he's a potato, which really bothers me. I, I wish I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what I'm understanding. I don't. I know am hoping sure. as hard as I possibly can with all my heart that it's not Richie Sambora. Yeah, Sambor. that's what I said, too. I um, love him. Well, man, that is uh, that is something else. I know nobody's surprised by the fact that Steve Perry sings great, but when you hear it dry like that, that's pretty freaking amazing. That, no uh, that drum pattern, there's a video on YouTube of Steve Smith breaking that down and how he adds something. Like, each time he goes through yeah. a measure... He adds because he does the ride, you know, yeah. the bell, and then he does two on there, and he's playing open-handed on his hi-hats and doing that. It's it's like a rub your tummy, pet your yeah. head while you're doing this. I mean, it's one of those crazy things. Well, let's check it out. We got it right here. You can hear Journey, just the drums. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Adding the tom each time. 
Come on, cover bands, get it right. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I don't play this right. <laughs> Everybody's part is musical, though. On this oh, song. yeah. Like, from the bass to the... Everyone's got, like, this contribution that made the hit. Yeah. Yep. And the background vocals. Don't stop when those backups come in. You know what's interesting about this is that it'll forever be tied to The Sopranos. And yep. uh, Steve Perry was the only one outside of the show to know the ending of The Sopranos because in order to get his release to use the song, uh-huh. they had to run it by him first. And he said, well, I need to know how it's being used. And they said, well, we don't want to reveal that. He goes, well, if you're going to slaughter The Soprano family while they're eating dinner, I, I don't want that to be associated with the song. song. So they had yeah. to show him <laughs> the video before he signed over on it. And I gotta tell you, I would have been just fine if uh, AJ Soprano had blood oozing out of his eyes while the song was playing. I would have been like, "That's probably been a more fulfilling end to me, yeah, than just the way it ended." But well, and that uh, kickstarted their career back again. I mean, that yeah. made them so popular. That Certainly. song, you know, everybody. I never considered that. I heard Drew say that last week, and I was like, "No." And then I guess I was like, "Yeah, he's probably right." I mean, that, it's not that we didn't love Journey, but it's like that song was reintroduced to a new young audience. And uh, and you know, Journey had Arnel Panada, and you Which know, starting they were finding him. You know, is another thing that helped them because the Filipinos love a Filipino, yeah. so they all go out and support <laughs> him. I mean, it is true. true. Manny Pacquiao, like all these different yeah, Filipinos, yeah. they come out in droves for it to support. Yeah, even even uh, uh, Batista. Remember, Batista is yeah. like a little bit of Filipino, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I know." Uh, he knows all the things. Like, I know Arnel. I know. That's a pretty good Batista, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. No, That's a beautiful no. thing. Uh, yeah, you know, no. so so, so uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that that song made a comeback. I'm happy that it's uh, the good thing to come out of the ending of The Sopranos. There's numbers on that song. I don't know what the numbers are, but they are uh, they are to the fact that it's the greatest song ever. It's the most streamed song ever. Yeah. It's the most listened to song ever. It's the most played song ever. I have the one most for you. sheet music has been <laughs> sold. Do you know what the most licensed song is to use in movies and commercials? Mm. This was told to us by the members of the band, so I'm taking it at their word. I do not know. We're not going to take it from uh, Twisted, Twisted, Twisted Sister. Sister. Yeah, D. Schneider, man. D. Schneider. D. Schneider. That to me was one of my most surreal interviews. D. Schneider was there with who's the other guy that was there in the studio? Uh, with uh, <laughs> I don't know. D. What's his name? One of the other guys from the band. Okay. And D, they were in town for like a Comic-Con or something. So I said, hey, I'd love to have him on the show. D's been on, on the phone before, but I don't think in studio. And D said, look, if you can get us transportation over JJ there. French. We'll, JJ French. JJ oh, French. Yeah. He said, if you can get us transportation, we'll have you come over. And I was like, great. So we sent a car over for them. In the studio walks a familiar D. Snyder with the hair and the glasses and the just rock star look. And in came his neighbor who... Cuts lawns on the weekends. J.J. <laughs> French looked like every kid I went to grade schools with right. dumb father. Yeah. And they sat down at the counter. And I, I was, I mean, I'm happy to have them both, but I was more interested in talking to D. Right. And this guy kept yipping up. And, <laughs> and this guy was 
the business end of the band. Right. And he, it was interesting to talk to him because I said, well, how, you know, how difficult is it that D is the one surviving and making all the money and do that? And they said, look, we're not mad because that song is the most licensed song. So we're still all making money off it and all that. But uh, the people who didn't have writing credits aren't getting anything, and those are the angry guys. It's always the drummer. Yeah, yeah. But to to see that guy in the uh, in the studio next to D. Snyder, and you're like, so that guy's a rock star, and what does that guy do? Carry his laundry? Because yeah. that guy had, like, dumpy jean shorts on and a collared shirt. <laughs> like, this guy. Uh, shorts. Was, at least that's how I remembered in my head, you know what I mean? Uh, all right, we have another song? We do. We have like 67 different songs. And, well, uh, maybe one more would do. I'm, yeah. happy, I'm happy to announce to the viewership that we're going to go till 4.30 today, <laughs> right here. What do we got? Oh, Mo, we're very excited, Mo. Uh-huh. What? We got this. <laughs> Now you hear it. What do we got, Dave? Let's dance. Well, hello. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Let's dance to the song they're playing on the radio. So cool. Let's sway. Wild color lights up your face. Little bass synthesizer, it, Nile Rodgers. Yeah. Sway through the crowd to an empty space. <laughs> if you say run, I'll run with you. And if you say hide, here's some contact we'll for you. Hide. Because my love for you would break my heart into the Beatles part. If you should fall into my arms, tremble like a flower. I wonder if those background singers are just people in the studio or if they're... You know what I mean? Or they went out and got a whole bunch of background. I think they probably scouted those guys out special. For this, yeah. For this session. Uh, The uh, drummer there, who you just saw on the uh, Foo Fighters on uh, Taylor Hawkins' tribute, Omar Akeem. Yeah. Is he the one doing the... (laughs) Maybe. That may be a percussionist. But, like, who is somebody that goes... uh, Do do the guy just do it? Or do they go, you know what we need here? They probably audition weird things. Hey, I got an yeah. idea. Listen yeah. to this. Not, it's like, not nah. a bell. It's not a bell. Is there? A, no, it's not a. Nah. It's, a it's like a wood block. Anybody with got an a echo? kiku kiku? Maybe put a delay on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Kind of like a Clint Eastwood, uh, yeah. Eastwood vibe. There it is. Yeah. One more time. Close up of the bad guy's eyes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like my grandmother's wooden spoon or something <laughs> in there. That doesn't sound like it's wood, yeah. Omar Hakim on the drums. Omar. I mean, just solid. Very 80s snare drum. Yeah. Yeah. And the bass is funky keyboards. Like Madonna bass or something. Oh, yeah. So Nia Rogers produced this. 
I would never guess what song this is by this. Yeah, right? It would have been any other 80s song. Nile so, Rodgers on guitar and Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's right. Uh, Nile Rodgers took pity on Stevie Ray Vaughan and was like, I'll give you a session. Come on in, we'll get you some money. And really? He just barely plays on the thing, but it's but beautiful. It. Now, there, is there a horn section or is this all synthesized horns? I think that is both together. Definitely, Definitely some real saxophone. Yeah. By the way, I, I, you say hi. yes. I think today is the seventh anniversary of his death. Oh man! I don't know if you guys planned that or not. But no, there's no coincidences. Today. Yeah, or yesterday. Deep. Maybe I'm wrong. Deep. The spirit is, of David Bowie. It is seven years. I just don't know if the uh, if it's today or not. But that is uh, that is great because you don't normally hear him broken down, and then you wonder sometimes these guys that have so much you know going on in their songs if they could sing as well as they do that sounds great uh he died on january 10th close we're in yeah the so close yeah which so is weird close. because he was actually born on january 8th oh. so wow. he died two days after his birthday weird yeah uh well, yeah, yeah the thing is about deep inside the music and what we do it's not an act you know we're all musicians and we go on stage and we do our gig and we write the songs and act how we have to act and then all of a sudden uh when we're nearing the top of the hill, I'm not going to say we're over the hill, but we're all grown-ups now. Yeah. We started to realize that we can not only go back to basics, but we can listen to stuff like this and, and learn. So when we listen to this stuff, it is spiritual. It is weird. We just get freaked out by all this stuff. When else can we just hear David Bowie and the woodblock? <laughs> and if you say hi, we'll And those guys... Because my love for you The West Village Glee Club Would break <laughs> my heart into Some If you should fall Into my arms And tremble like a flower uh, By the way, that guy Who's playing the uh, condos there And played the tambourine And played the woodblock Sammy Figaro Hey, Sammy name. Figaro hey, yeah. Sammy Figs, we used to call him Hey, old Sammy Figs Sammy Figs in the neighborhood Forget about it. Yeah, the session just wasn't going great. The session wasn't going great, and they were like, we got to get Figaro. Yeah, get yeah. Figs in here. Somebody call it Sammy Figs. So, you're used to this. We know this song. There's Steve Rayvon. Yeah. Hi. I feel like at the end, they were like, that boy can play. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And straight blues on a dance tune. And, and and remember, all the while, David Bowie's staring at you with his arms crossed. And he's got that one yeah. blue eye. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. kind of smiling. And Stevie's with his Texas boy trying to play. Uh. <laughs> well, Stevie Ray Vaughan has been on our minds lately. Um, we are happy to announce we're going to start shooting the third season of Deep Inside the Music in March. Okay. At a great spot around here.
called ESI Productions. Oh. I don't know if you know about that place. But, I, I uh, do, yeah. So Queensryche and all kinds of other famous bands rehearse there all the time. Uh, we did a live stream from there. It's a giant production facility, and they have all the equipment that we could ever lust after. Wow. Uh, so. I, I think I think still the key to making this thing super successful, as you guys know, is getting the artists who are involved in it to come in there and do it with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have. Uh, and Casey, the drummer for Queen Drake, one of those yeah, guys. Casey Grillo, yeah, Casey Grillo. If we can get yeah. him in, that'd be great. Right, and then um, uh, you know your boy uh, for Billy Joel, yeah, Carl. Carl, I, I has even, agreed. Carl. I mean, even Carl. Just even if it's a song he didn't play on, right? Carl just lend his knowledge to Zanzibar, something that he does the solo on. I think that really uh, would make it even more interesting. But I love what you guys do. The uh, audience loves when you do it, and they always will hit me up for the next five days now. And they'll be like, what are those guys' names again? <laughs> and you can pretty much go to anything and just search deep inside the music, whether it be YouTube, Instagram. Uh, it is in our stories on Instagram. It's always easy to follow. Or feel free to email us. We'll always remind you. And find these guys because not only do they have new episodes on Tuesday, uh, right? Not usually yeah, the day, every Tuesday, other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday that they have a library of other shows that they've done that you can go listen to. And then every once in a while when there's uh, enough of an interest, they take it live on the road so you can go see them do it at... Uh, they were in Wesley Chapel at the uh, at the theater. Uh, I I think it's great. I I love it as a music fan. There is, there is a uh, a show that I heard on uh, years ago in L A. where it was an artist who broke down the song. They didn't do the uh, vocals and stuff like you did, but they told the stories about the behind. And I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. So now what you do combined with the stories and your knowledge of music. I think it's fantastic. Uh, well, two things. One, they have uh, merch. They have some T-shirts. Oh! We're just giving that to you guys today. Uh, also, I don't want to brag or anything, but I am the touring drummer for the Deep Inside. That's, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's proof on social media. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, well I- we're super happy to be able to do it, and uh, we have some sponsorship now, and we're just loving it. I mean, what else can we say? It's cool. I, it is very cool, and I think that um, that you know, I, I would love to even see. Because I bet it wouldn't be too hard to. It would probably be easier to get uh, is some of those oldies, some of those stuff that like your dad, uh, dad's era uh, music. We have some Motown. We got. Oh, I love so that's great. Yeah, we have Temptations, and that episode is up in the library. Who is Levi Stubbs? Is that Temptations or the Four Tops? You know, Four Tops. We also have one Four Top song, and that dude he is a is singer on the next level. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I love Motown stuff, and to hear it broken down like that must be great. Maybe the Four Tops is your episode if you hey, want to come back hey, in. It'll be the fifth top. Hey. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we got. Oh, that's it. We're done. Done with the show. Not Look even going to take a break. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, Carmen, thank you. Uh, deep inside the music, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Check out uh, Billy Lamangelo and Ronnie D on Deep Inside the Music on the YouTube. And uh, tomorrow is Thursday. Let me see what we have scheduled for the show. I know. Tomorrow, a very up and coming uh, comedian and soon to be film star who has a show coming here February 17th at the Amelie Arena named Bert Kreischer. Yeah, Bert. Will be joining us on the show tomorrow, as well as our friend Martin Gramatica, TMZ superstar. Then on Friday, uh, Brad Melcher is going to be on the air with us, author, our only friend who's an author. I think we only have two more picks for Deathpool, so we got to get those Get in. those banged out. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, we're out of here for the uh, for the weekend. What do we have? I had something this weekend. Oh, it's my daughter's birthday party. Oh. Hey. <laughs> 
You guys have a great day. Find us at Instagram at the Mike Calta Show. And if you're already friends with us, you can connect with the uh, Deep Inside the Music guys through there as well. Guys, thank you. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Goodbye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.